Welcome to Rethink Retail, the show where we dive into the stories and strategies behind some of the most successful brands on the planet. From brick and mortar giants to e-commerce disruptors, we uncover the secrets to their success and deliver the keys to true retail transformation. So ask yourself, are you ready to rethink retail? The future of retail starts now. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Rethink Retail podcast. I'm your host, Gabriella Bach, and today I'm speaking with my guests, Amy Darlison-Lee and Ashley McDonald. Amy is the global head of retailers and brands for Shop Talk, one of the world's best and fastest growing retail trade events. And Ashley is the global digital media and e-commerce director for Pooch, a third-generation heritage fashion and fragrance brand founded in 1914 by Antonio Pooch. Ashley, Amy, welcome to the show. Great. Thanks for having us. Hi, Gabriella. Thank you. Hi, absolutely. And super great to have you both on the show today because we are just shy of a month out from Shop Talk's first event of the year, Shop Talk US, which is in Las Vegas. So super great to kind of get a little kind of pre-show guide into what we can expect at that event, as well as, you know, Shop Talk sister event, which is Shop Talk Europe, which is in June this year in Barcelona. So great to have you both on. And Amy, I'd love if you could kind of kick things off or maybe our listeners who haven't attended a Shop Talk event before and maybe share a little bit about, you know, the significance of the event within the retail industry and, you know, kind of what we can expect at this year's show. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks so much, Gabriella, for having us today. And um, so for those who maybe aren't so familiar with Shop Talk, we're the leading event for retail e-commerce innovation. So all of our content focuses on how new technologies and business models are changing how consumers discover, shop and buy. And it's about how we manage those disruptions and really use it in terms of reshaping the future of retail. So you can expect us to be talking a lot about and leaning into some of those futuristic technologies and topics such as employing AI to transform retail businesses, unlocking unified commerce, and even things like next-gen customer journeys, which maybe aren't so new, but obviously still a really, really big challenge for an audience like ours in the industry at the moment. So we very much focus on a lot of blue sky thinking within retail, I'd say. We have a very senior audience, one in three is C-suite, but we also really try and balance that with making sure that we're talking about those day-to-day challenges and technologies that can help support those executives as well. So it's really important that we're balancing those two areas to make sure that teams get maximum sort of ROI from attending the show as well. And in terms of significance in the industry, so I think it's, you know, a really interesting one, the evolution of Shop Talk itself. So it was founded in 2015. We had our first show in 2016 and it was three very short years, those first years for the biggest show that we have, which is Shop Talk Spring in March, as we said, next month. That became the biggest one, basically. So it grew incredibly fast. It became the biggest e-commerce innovation show in North America in those three short years. And, you know, when events are quite often seen as a luxury, I think, for a, a lot of companies for different reasons, it was great to see that people saw that, you know, this was one of the ones that you really shouldn't miss within the kind of event cycle. 
even in my previous role. So I've worked in events for over a decade now. I'd always look for some of the shop talk agendas and wonder how did they do it? You know, have they created such a buzz around the show? And I've been here sort of two years now heading up retailers and brands. And I think what makes it so significant is how close we stay to the industry. So a lot of our content is obviously shaped by working with an advisory board. We have a very strict no to play agenda. So we don't pay anybody to speak, nor can you know you sponsor content. And I think that's something that's allowed us to make sure that we're really focusing on the right topics and getting the right executives and organizations to talk about those kind of really pressing challenges and future technologies that everybody wants to hear about. So putting retailers and brands at the heart of everything we do is what's kind of made, I think, Shop Talk have such a presence in the industry and made sure then that we've maintained that kind of loyal following as we've evolved through the past sort of six or seven years as well. Absolutely. Well, it's incredible to hear, you know, when you think about it, that Shop Talk has really only been around for nine years or so because for anybody who's attended a Shop Talk event, you guys just really knock it out of the park when it comes to, you know, your content, the way you organize, your production value of your shows, as well as some of the other features that you guys offer that we'll get into in a little bit. But you would think that you guys have been just doing this for you know, 30 plus years. It's actually quite incredible. Yeah. Yeah. And then also, you know, with the blue sky thinking, as you mentioned, just, I think, a great year for that, in particular, the conversation being focused so much about AI in the industry. So I'm excited to hear a little bit about that and what's on the show agenda. Before we get there, Ashley, I'd love to hear from you as well. So, you know, you're on the retailer side, and I understand that you've attended Shop Talk events in the past and are planning to attend this year. First, can you tell us a little bit about Pooch and the work that you do? Yeah, absolutely. So Pooch, as you said, it's third generation now of leadership under the Pooch family, which is incredibly impressive for a company of its size with over eight and a half thousand employees. And actually, we're a group. So we own, operate, market and distribute a large portfolio of luxury fashion and beauty brands. So some of the big ones that will be known worldwide are Carolina Herrera, Jean-Paul Gaultier, Paco Rabanne, and some more recent acquisitions are Charlotte Tilbury by Rideau and Dr. Barbara Stroom, which just happened a couple of months ago, actually. So it's quite an exciting period for the company, considering the portfolio, the mix of fashion and beauty, fragrance, makeup as well. And in my role, actually, for the last three years, I've been leading digital for the travel retail division, which is a really key division for the company and for the luxury industry, especially when it comes to perfumes and cosmetics. But now I've moved into a new role, focusing on global consumer acceleration. So really figuring out what are those key nationalities that will be vital for the growth of our brands and how do we reach them at the right moment with the right message and on the right platform. So that means we're always looking out for the latest and best technologies and advancements. You spoke about AI. That's something that we're really, really looking at and leveraging, of course, when it comes to ad tech for quite some time. Um, but yeah, I'm really looking forward to the next edition of Shop Talk because I was incredibly impressed in the 2023 edition. And I said, they figured it out. They took all the pain points of conferences I've attended in the past and turned them into 
pluses. <laughs> so it's been a pleasure to attend and I'm happy to be heading back again in June this year. Fantastic. And, you know, Amy, I'd love to hear from you about some of the themes then from this year's show and what we can expect to learn about. Yeah, absolutely. So as I said, a, a large part of what we lean into are kind of the ideas of what's next in the future of retail, what's really disrupting and what's going to kind of pave the way for, you know, how businesses should really think about connecting to consumers at the moment. I think AI is probably one of the biggest ones. It's a huge part of where retail is going, where engagement is going and how it can be utilized in the right way. There are obviously some question marks around it still, I think, at the moment. And I think retailers and brands are very keen to hear about what others are doing. So that's certainly going to underpin a lot of the topics that will be there this year. I think outside of that, obviously, there are some big things around unified commerce and really unlocking the potential there. Seamless kind of omni-channel as the buzzword is, is not necessarily anything new. It's obviously been, been spoken about for years now, but unified commerce being that kind of next level up from there of how we really unite each of those kind of channels and make sure that consumers are getting the same experience, whether they're shopping in-store, online, um, via third-party sites, you know, TikTok shop now as well. It's making sure that how much of that experience can we control and maintain when thinking about obviously kind of brand purpose and, and what that means for your consumer. So there's the new areas, like I said, that kind of everyone's kind of talking about. There's some that have evolved that aren't necessarily always new, but certainly are advancing as well. And then there's those key ones that I think brands today are always kind of battling with. It's about still building trust with the brand when we know consumers are constantly reevaluating, you know, who they shop with and aligning their shopping habits with brands that have the same, you know, values and purpose of which they do is something that, you know, I think retailers and, and brands are having to be really transparent about. So it's how you make sure those kind of dots are always connected and, and your brand purpose is represented in the right way. So those are just some of the themes at each show. Obviously, we tackle some of the big ones at all of the shows throughout the year in each location and on each stream. And then we'll go into a bit more detail about some more sort of perhaps geo-focused challenges. Obviously, in Europe, it's quite different where from each country, the nuances, the language barriers, the cultural kind of implications are very different and always need to be taken into consideration. So there's obviously differences between each shows, but I'd say those are kind of the key themes that you'll see at each of them. Absolutely. AI and unified commerce really being those big two. Ashley, in terms of the content or the themes for the show this year, what are your thoughts on those themes? And you know, I guess, how do they align with kind of your vision for where you see retail headed? So I think what's really interesting is the shift from metaverse and AR and VR towards AI within the industry for brands and retailers in particular. And that shift is coming because of what's happening in the economy, but it's also because we've had this moment of exploration of the different technologies that exist. And now on the brand side, and I think for retailers, it's the same. It's about using this advanced technology, so Web3, to find efficiencies, to find more effective ways of working, 
It's more so looking at what are the opportunities for us to enhance the businesses that exist for us today? How can we improve them and make them better and maybe find faster and perhaps more economical ways of creating projects or launching new collections, for example? And I think that's quite a shift in the mindset. So finding like concrete applications that can help us in our day to day through the use of Web3 technologies. So in particular, AI, whether it's generative AI or AI that's, for example, empowering our ads, which has been the case for quite some time. But now when we look at new platforms that are emerging, it's super smart and it brings hyper customization, personalization. And of course, it can help us really speed up processes and make the end consumer's experience a better one as well. Absolutely. And kind of hit the nail right on the head there, bringing up the metaverse and AR, VR. And we all got very, very excited about that for a good year and a half or so. Maybe it was because we were all stuck behind our Zoom screens during the pandemic. So we were looking for a, you know, a way out of that. But yeah, definitely the conversation has shifted towards more concrete applications of AI. You know, we've seen that at the NRF, the conversations around that earlier this year. So tell me a little bit more. You mentioned you know, incorporating AI within your ads. Can you tell us a little bit more about, you know, how at Pooch you guys are leveraging AI within your ads? Absolutely. Well, before Pooch, I was at Google. And when I was there, I was actually managing the luxury portfolio. And what I realized was that already on the platform side, AI is incorporated in every single step of the way. So to break it down to something very simple, if you are launching a search ad as a brand today, you can decide if you want to drive that traffic to your direct consumer website, or perhaps you want to drive it to a retailer's website for a couple of reasons. Maybe you have a partnership with them. Maybe you have a minimum requirement for traffic you have to send to their website. Perhaps it's a pre-launch exclusively to the retailer. So you decide where you want to send the traffic, you create your ad, and off it goes. But today there are incredible ways for those once very simple search ads to actually be modified in real time and to react to the consumer based on what their search behavior is, based on the type of words that they use. So these dynamic and responsive ads, um, also having image extensions, things like this, they're really, really interesting. But there are lots of platforms out there that are helping us to achieve that. It's not necessarily us directly implementing ads with these new formats, especially when it comes to content. So even last year, I actually met with quite a few interesting platforms that were doing this both offsite, so directly on platforms like social platforms or search platforms, but also on-site. So implementing through API technologies, concepts that allow you to have a hyper-customized experience on the website. And it's not you as the brand or retailer that needs to create thousands and thousands of, of different options for the way that this message is going to be communicated to you, but it's actually building out kind of a basic template Maybe you have your words or your images or your themes that you do or don't want to have included in the ad. And then it runs automatically and you're able to see the results in real time. And of course, the ad incorporates machine learning. So it's able to improve and figure out, okay, what are the different formats or the different combinations of words and calls to action and content that perform the best? And then we'll keep serving those to the different audiences based on how the engagement is, for example. So there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes now. Um, if we just, us as a consumer, see an ad, whether it's on Instagram or on TikTok or Snap 
our search ad or even on Google Maps today, it's very sophisticated and it's very interesting to see how AI is now giving a lot of power back to brands and retailers in how they can scale their digital marketing solutions. Absolutely. So leveraging AI to kind of use it to understand some of the more subtleties of human language, I'm imagining to be able to deliver more accurate and personalized product recommendations, which, you know, people are searching online more and more for product recommendations. And, you know, it's a critical factor that people, that consumers can be able to swiftly and effortlessly find exactly what they seek. So very cool stuff. I know there's a couple of solution providers out there that are excelling. I know Coveo, I want to say they kind of ground their LLM into customer content and they're kind of making waves with doing that. We spoke with them about that earlier this year. A shout out to Tagstar as well. That was one platform that I was really impressed by last year and we're still in, in conversation. And they're all about what's happening on site. So whether it's on your direct consumer website or on your retailer website. So if you're a retailer and let's say you're on the product page, it even has, you know, live kind of commentary of what's happening on the product page, which I thought was was very smart because yeah. at the end of the day, we want to drive conversion. We don't want to waste our ad spend on driving people to look at something that actually is of no interest whatsoever. Right. But even when they're on that final product page, consumers have so much choice these days. So it's just doing all the little things you can to improve that online experience like you would if you were in store and you had a real person in front of you. Absolutely. And both great examples of, of different tech providers and the solutions that you can learn about on the floor of a Shop Talk event. And speaking of Shop Talk and the content and the learnings that you can derive from the event, I wanted to hear from you both if there are any speakers on the roster this year that you're particularly excited to hear from? I think every year there are really exciting guests that come to Shop Talk and my biggest challenge is trying to go to as many of them as possible. I remember yeah. last year running from one side of the conference hall to the other. The CEO of List spoke, which was really interesting. You had a VP from Farfetch, but then there were more focused, maybe smaller conversations and talks as well, which were very relevant for me. So I'm just going to maximize and attend as many as I can because I learned something from every single one of them. So on top of the the one-to-one -one meetings that we have in the big hall, which were super efficient. Yeah, I'll just try to attend as many as possible, to be honest. And then related to fashion, to beauty, to retail. I love seeing case studies, hearing success stories, hearing about how especially traditional brands and retailers have moved into the digital era and how they've been able to keep innovating and keep staying relevant because that's the biggest challenge at the end of the day for brands that weren't born in this digital first era. Yeah, I think again, I'm obviously quite biased. I find it quite hard to narrow it down to just a few. But if we focus just on kind of just Shop Talk next month and then Shop Talk Europe upcoming for the US show, I think two of our main stage keynotes, which are, are kind of a double act, Robbie Brenner, who's the president for Mattel Films and Steve Totsky. Um, I'm probably saying that completely wrong, but the president for Mattel who, you know, following the blockbuster success of Barbie this year, the kind of cultural phenomenon. If you've not been following it, then you don't know where you've been. But they're going to give a joint fireside chat about that kind of Barbie halo effect and extending that success to some of their other iconic toys. So I think, you know, again, that's a, a really great example of taking a, an older, more traditional iconic brand with the Barbie franchise and, and making it incredibly relevant. So 
that's one in particular that I think a lot of people will be really excited about. For Europe, it's always exciting to see all of the shows, kind of the breadth of different industries and verticals that are represented. But in Europe, we also have that across kind of locations as well. Again, just how different it can be from, you know, the UK to France even. So it's always great to see that kind of diversity. But in particular this year for Europe, we've got quite a few really interesting speakers in the main stage. We've actually just announced Andrea Baldo, who's the CEO of Ghani. So they obviously have a really great Gen Z audience as well. So he's going to be topic completely sort of TBC at the moment, but he's just announced that he'll be joining that main stage. And then Andrea Caffey, who is the chief e-business and omnichannel officer at Valentino. Again, another sort of great luxury player who's going to be talking about unlocking cross-border and global e-commerce opportunities. So there are a few in particular. The kind of final maybe call out I'd love to just put a spotlight on is probably Maria Jose Barrera from Inditec. She's their global chief digital and e-commerce director at Massimo Duty. Inditex is obviously a global brand, but you know, we're in Barcelona. They're based in Spain, I think is one to really kind of put a spotlight on. Maria is going to be talking about delivering consistent cross-channel experiences as well. Again, the kind of seamless experience is something that's really paramount. Local agendas is our real focus on making sure that we have gender parity across all of our stages. 50% of our speakers are women and we really love to kind of shine a spotlight on women in retail. So Maria herself is an absolute champion in that space as well and kind of echoes that sentiment wherever she kind of goes. So it's a pleasure to be working with her as well. Yeah, fantastic. Well, so many great names on the agenda for both events. You know, I'm very excited to hear from Mattel. I mean, you both said it, just being able to take a brand as old as Mattel and have them kind of bring it into this new age, new digital age, and the age of young children. And, you know, they really adopted kind of the Marvel playbook, which I think is really brilliant. So I'm incredibly excited to hear from them. And, you know, Ashley, you mentioned kind of when you started about, you know, how busy it can be and kind of challenging sometimes to get all the different sessions um, at a trade show. So I wanted to hear from you because you are a retailer and, and your experience at a conference it tends to be vastly different from an exhibitor or a press member like myself. So can you share with us, you know, what are some of the big challenges and some of the benefits of attending a, a trade conference as a retailer? Sure. Well, in general, I attend maybe two or three conferences a year and have for quite a few years now. What's different about Shop Talk is couple of months before you arrive, you can actually already plan all of your meetings. And I'm part of the hosted program. So I actually have to attend those meetings, which I think is good because it guarantees the meetings are going to happen for both the vendors, like platforms, agencies, etc. And for the brands or retailers. So you know, you're going to have an efficient time there and your time isn't going to be wasted. And you go through a little selection phase. So I can see all of the different vendors that are going to be there. And I will complete like a questionnaire. So it will propose all of the relevant vendors to me. And then, as you can imagine, on my side, like I'm completely focused on brands. So I'm not going to go have meetings with other brands or with retailers. I really want to see what are the technologies out there that can help my brands do better. 
So based on a couple of themes and what's priority at that moment for me and my role, I'll be able to kind of go through all the different opportunities. And I think it goes to two or three rounds. And then finally, I have my roster of meetings, which is great. They're 15 minutes. You go into this big hall and you just check within the app. You can see what number table you're meant to be at for each of your meetings. Then there's like a countdown when your meeting is about to be over and you just move to the next table. So there's, I believe, four sets of meetings over two days. So eight meetings total, if I remember correctly. And outside of that time, that's when I attend the different talks and whatnot that are happening on the different stages. And it's also then that you have time to roam around and go and see, you know, who maybe has a stand or whatnot. I always check the app beforehand as well and see if there are any companies that are relevant for me, especially if I didn't manage to get a meeting with them. Um, and then food, food is really important. And that was one of the big pain points for me. Any conferences I've attended in the past, wasting so much time queuing for often really terrible, unhealthy food. It's not the case at Shop Talk. So <laughs> you're definitely yeah. getting me back, Amy, thanks to the great food. And <laughs> the fact well that fed. it's all included. Yeah. And because there are lots of different areas with food, it doesn't mean that everyone is stuck in one area queuing for ages. So it makes it a lot more efficient. Food, but also coffee, which is very important during this intense days with lots of meetings and absorbing lots of information. So I guess that kind of explains how it works for me over the two and a half days, a mix of planned meetings, um, spontaneously going to seek out different companies that look interesting. There's a lot of discovery on the floor as well, attending talks and then yeah, making sure that I also take the moment to, to refuel. It's so funny and I won't call out other trade events, but I was at a big one last month. And I remember I was walking around the show floor looking for something to eat. I was like, is there a crust of bread anywhere? I forgot. They yeah. Eat us not here. The eat us no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or you're spending a fortune. Yeah. Doing something like that, which it is, you know, we want it to be as enjoyable and as easy as possible. And as Ashley said, food is important. It's massively underrated, I think, events to make sure people it's you know right there where you need it and it's actually good and doesn't cost an arm and a leg so yeah that's something we've made sure is totally included absolutely and so you know you can be mentally sharp yeah for the meetup program that ashley you touched upon the meetings and amy i'd like to hear from you a little bit about your meetup program because you know you launched it i want to say you guys launched it as a virtual offering during the pandemic. And then it grew from that into an in-person program. So tell us a little bit about it and, you know, the platform that it's on and what attendees can expect this year as they come in and, you know, sign up for that program. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Meetup definitely, I think, solves in itself kind of two really key challenges that people have or senior executives certainly have when thinking about going to events. One is that kind of big question mark of, am I going to meet the right person when I'm there or the right partner? And is it, you know, a good use of my time? And then two is, is that whole point of you only know what you know. And when you have so many projects to get off your desk and you need solutions to do that, it's really hard to have that kind of full scope of who's actually out there that can help you at the moment and, you know, what other people are doing. So yeah, Meetup, we did offer at one point a a virtual offering of it but it's always been the kind of technology that underpins originally our our hosted retailers and brands program so as Ashley mentioned this is kind of a popular route for our more senior attendees to go through to join so in exchange for getting involved in that hosted retailers and brands program qualified executives 
get a, a complimentary ticket and a travel budget to join. And that's in exchange for taking up to a maximum of eight of the 15 minute double opt-in meetings with that select group of solution providers. So all of those stages pre-event happen of understanding who wants to meet with you, who you would like to meet with, and, and us ultimately only actually scheduling the meetings where both parties have agreed that there's a mutual interest. So that kind of hosted program tech that the sentiment has always been at our shows. What we launched last year with Meetup was the extension of it to make sure that it was essentially available to all attendees. So everyone can meet with anyone, whichever kind of ticket type that you have. And at Shop Talk March, um, Shop Talk Spring last year in 2023, we actually facilitated um, 50,000 meetings over a couple of days. So the room with all of the tables, I think we worked out was the size of five American football fields. It was absolutely huge. But again, all double opt-in hearing that sound of meetings where, you know, 15 minutes is enough if you know who you're meeting with beforehand and why you're meeting with them to really understand if there's that kind of key connection there, an opportunity to move forward with it. It creates a real buzz. So it's a really efficient way to, again, take out that sort of whack and wish approach, I think, of attending events sometimes, of actually knowing and feeling prepared as well for who you're going to meet with. We schedule those meetings at dedicated one hour slots. So normally we have four slots across sort of two of the days to make sure that we can schedule the right amount of meetings for everyone. And it means then if you're in the hosted program, you can also extend to be a part of Meetup as well and not just have potentially that connection between the retailer and brand and the technology provider, but it may be retailer to retailer. It may be startup to investor. There are so many use cases, but yeah, it's a really exciting opportunity to get more involved. A lot of our speakers even speak and also take part in hosted or bring teams to take part in hosted. I think when we're working at this scale, it's, you know, another proposition that we've really tried to bring to the table is that, again, if you're only one person, there's only so many conversations you can have, only so many people that you can meet with. If you bring a team of the right people, we do open it up to have, you know, sometimes teams as much of 20 people, if they're all within the right positions to actually evaluate technology, then there's a space for them to do that. So it's an incredibly yeah, efficient use of time and way to maximize time on site. They're scheduled outside of content. And again, you kind of feel prepared before you actually arrive on site. So it's something that's been really popular. And in March next month, we expect to schedule over 75,000 meetings. So that number alone, I think is until you see it is quite hard to believe. But yeah, we've had a really great response from it already. Yeah. When it's like intentional speed dating, yeah, I've seen one way to think of it. The, the amount of coordination that that goes into it is just so impressive, and you know it really does kind of solve those challenges of what makes trade shows so kind of difficult to attend. You know, limited time. Mm -hmm. It's just the sheer volume of attendees, competing interests, and you know when you're a retailer on the show floor, you know I've kind of seen the retailers turn the badges around. You're not really trying to be sold to by everybody. So to be able to go in there with a real mission and speak to those that you want to speak to, the one, the solution providers that you're hoping to, to gain new information or see demos from, 
to be able to do that in a very like streamlined process is fantastic so that, you know, as Ashley mentioned, that you can still also have time to go and check out those sessions and learn from other thought leaders in the space and really have kind of a balanced experience at trade shows. You guys are really just doing a fantastic job at. Ashley, for you, so I know you're attending again this year. Who do you want to speak with? What uh, solutions are you hoping to learn about this year and bring back with you to Pooch? So there are two things I'm really interested in this year. Firstly, it's everything to do with influencer marketing. And I think the technology is moving forward faster now than it has been in the last years, especially thanks to AI. So it's really being able to figure out the value of influencer marketing. And I've seen a lot of, let's say, advancements in China in particular, where there are platforms that use AI to even understand in speech how many times brands have been mentioned in video content. We're not quite yet there when it comes to platforms in the West. So I'm really hoping to learn more about that. And perhaps there is a company or a platform out there that is starting to get to that level because it's not just about when, you know, an influencer who's paid to talk about a brand actually tags it and uses all the hashtags and whatnot. But I want to know more about those nano and micro influencers, you know, key customers who are actually becoming your influencer and whatnot. So that's something that's really important for us to better understand as word of mouth is now kind of becoming almost its own mini influencer campaign, which is hopefully always on. And then secondly, it's everything to do with that global shopper who's traveling and buying in different countries and different markets. Because when we look at our top you know, retail locations in London, Paris and New York, quite often we're going to see that it's not necessarily the local population that is going to be the number one customer, but it's going to be key traveling nationalities. So it's digging into that. So it's going to be more insight based, but then figuring out, okay, how do we activate that? How do we actually leverage this uh, full funnel marketing path for people who are definitely in market? They definitely want to discover and buy from our brands, but not in their home countries. So it's hopefully being able to use data to figure out that path and to actually take action. Fantastic. Well, if you are a solution provider specializing in either of those technology <laughs> solutions and planning to attend Shop Talk Europe, I would say definitely try to connect with Ashley through the Meetup program. RIP <laughs> your inbox there. Yeah. <laughs> I hope if the technology is out there, definitely come yeah. find me. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why you're attending. So, I mean, and if you're not already on planning to sponsor the event and you have one of those solutions, definitely reach out to the folks at Shop Talk and there's still time to sign up to attend. And for our listeners who would either like to sponsor or for retailers that would like to attend either event, Amy, where should they go? So you can go to shoptalk.com. It kind of branches off then to all of our four in-person shows that we have, whether you're kind of based in Europe or the US. So yeah, that has all of the breakdowns of the shows, the agendas and everything that you want to find out. Or otherwise, you know, feel free to reach out to me directly. I have a great team, both in the US and Europe, where we're more than happy to talk you through all of the best options to get involved and what you can really expect. I think that's one of the things that people sometimes are often surprised about with Shop Talk in general is that you can speak to someone pretty easily actually within our team. And we want to do it to make sure that you fully understand what you can do and how you can get the best out of the show. So yeah, we're here, we're ready, and hopefully we can have you at one of the shows this year. Fantastic. I look forward to seeing both of you later this year at Shop Talk Europe. And 
to our audience attending Shop Talk US. Make sure you stop by our booth 154 on the Shop Talk show floor to come say hi. And until then, this has been Gabriella Bach with Amy and Ashley. Thank you again for joining. Thanks so much for having us. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Rethink Retail podcast. Don't forget to join us next week for another episode. And if you're interested in being a guest on the show, apply at rethink.industries slash podcast guest. That's rethink.industries slash podcast guest. Follow us on Twitter at rethink underscore retail and show some love by subscribing on iTunes podcast app. Until next time.